The Nathan Seawood Show, inspiring you to live an extraordinary life. Hey guys, how are you doing? Well, this is very exciting for me. This is the launch of the latest adventure series and uh, this will be the third of the adventure series. Last year we went to Greece first. We did a sailing trip, trip around the Greek islands and then at the end of the year we went up to Norway, hung out in the Arctic Circle and what did we do? We went dog sledding hang out in the Northern Lights and just had a bunch of fun. And so this is the launch of the third series. And I'm excited to talk about where that is and also who my co-leader is going to be. And he's waiting patiently behind the curtain, the virtual curtain. And let me make the big reveal here. So the co-leader for this next adventure in August is going to be my friend, Adam Quiney. <laughs> Fireworks, fireworks, <laughs> virtual fireworks. Hey, man. What up, dude? I'm so excited, man. This is like you saying yes to this was such a huge thing for me uh, for so many reasons. One, because I love you as a friend dearly. We've known each other for a few years now, and uh, I'm so grateful to have you as a friend. I, second of all, love you as a mentor and as a coach, and you're someone that's always been there for me. You've always challenged me. You've always supported me, and you've always set a very high bar for what it means to be a coach and also what you see in me as a coach. So yeah, it's a real pleasure to have you do this with me. So thank you for saying yes. Yeah, man. It's a delight. And it's cool because as you were sharing how long we've known each other, I remember when we first met, you were a pilot and had not, I don't think you, did you have coaching? Maybe you had some like coaching clients, but not many. And like, there was no kind of like even declaration as to when you were going to stop flying or anything like that so it's it's cool like together there's been a lot of a lot of change on both sides i would say absolutely yeah uh-huh. yeah it's very cool and it's always fun to have people that have come with you on the journey been a part of the, the journey as well mm-hmm. so let's talk uh adventuring so we'll talk about where we're going in a minute some of you guessed from the picture i did a thing on uh friday just kind of getting people to guess and a lot of guesses for the south pole or the antarctic oh cool yeah, which was cool. Gave me some ideas. People said India. There were some places in Spain. Lots of really good guesses, none of which were accurate. How I like to do this is I always co-create this, these adventures with another coach. We had Derek uh, in Greece with us, and then we had Shelley Paxson in Norway. And how I like to do this is I approach a coach that I have a lot of love and respect for and can envisage you know, spending a, an intense week together with in a foreign country. <laughs> and then I'll say to them, what is your bucket list item? If I came to you and said, hey, my expertise is in creating and curating really cool adventures around the world, and I've done that a lot in my own life and with my clients, if I was able to do that effortlessly for you, where would you like to run that adventure? So I came to you, Adam, and I said that, and we had a conversation, and take me through what came up for you in that conversation, if you can remember it. I remember my first thought was like, well, Greece on a boat (laughs) sounds pretty good, but then you went ahead and just did that before. I think you'd already done that at that point. So no repeating adventures. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah, that's the first rule. Yeah, the first rule of uh, adventure is that there's a lot of rules and you must follow them all. Totally. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So am I going to speak the actual location? Yeah. Tell me. uh, You know, take me through the process. uh, Why it's that location, and yeah, you can announce where it is. Okay. Great. So the location is deep in the mountains of Peru, I believe. At Machu Picchu. Yeah. And the, I think the, the, like, there's a few places, bucket list is a funny term, because I think a lot of people, when they say bucket list, it's like, this is the place 
if I do that, it'll be like a I've gone there and I've wanted to go there all my life. And for me, where I was looking is where would I love to go? Where have I often wanted to go? And it's very predictable that I won't. So another place might have been like Japan, although you'd been living there for quite some time. And there's some other reasons that seemed less exciting to me. But like Machu Picchu is one of those places where the concept's super intriguing to me. There's so much history. The idea is super cool. The fact that we get heights in there is awesome. And then it's also one of those places that with Bay, my wife, who I travel with often, it's just easy for us to go, ah, maybe next time. Uh, maybe next year. And so this seemed like the perfect way to step into that. Yeah, super cool. I love mm-hmm. that, that last bit. I didn't realize that, that, you know, the place you weren't likely to actually ever pull the trigger on. And totally. It's exciting for me that I can make that happen for you and kind of maybe even grease the wheels a little bit on the process. Yeah. yeah. So it's very well, cool. Well, that's part of the magic of collaboration even, right? Is, oh, I don't have to do this alone. Yeah, Absolutely. It's huge for me. It's huge for me, especially on the actual trips, having somebody else to lean on. Oh man, it just makes the experience so much richer for me and for everybody else as a result. But but also like, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. It's like, well, I actually hope that there's other people like me that sort of hear that and are like, man, I've always wanted to do a trip like that. And somehow I know that's going to be the trip I always put into the future. You know, after I've seen all of Europe. After I've gone to that castle, like all awesome things, but I'm really reliable to do all this stuff in, in Europe. I'll make that happen. Whereas this left to my own devices, I won't. It's like when Bay bought me a gift certificate to the tattoo parlor. And I said, honey, if you don't take me down, this will never, ever, ever happen. It's a very kind gift and it'll sit on my shelf for the rest of my life. That's cool. Is there, <laughs> is there any, in that same realm, is there any apprehension in selecting this location for yourself? Um... Now selected, I would say the apprehension is like standard event retreat, taking on, leaning out over the branch. Like, so now it could be anywhere. So um, none in particular to Machu Picchu for me, plenty of like apprehension and fear and over, you know, you and I were just talking about this, like overwhelm and stuff like that. But the location itself now it's like, great, that's where we're going. Awesome. We can do that. Yeah, perfect. That's one thing that's non-apprehensive because I'm like, all right, that's handled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. I can stop of. thinking about that. Yeah, that's cool. I couldn't be more apprehensive about it. Um, <laughs> that's not true. Uh, Karen says, what, what, amazing. Yes, if you're just tuning in, announcement is Adam Quiney is my co-leader for the next adventure. It's running from July 29th to August 4th this year. And we're going to go deep into Peru and we're going to hike uh, much and high into Peru. And high into Peru. Going deep and high. Yeah, absolutely. It's called the, I'm going to get this wrong. It's the, the trail we're taking is the Selkin, Selkintay Trail, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, but I'm sure I'll be corrected on that. And absolutely Arguably beautiful. the best trail. Yeah, that's what I they believe. say. That's, that's what, what I've heard. Say. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So there's like uh, a couple of different portions, obviously something different to see every day. Beautiful mountains, lakes, everything. We're staying in these cool sort of outdoor igloos one night where you can see the sky from like high up in the mountains. And then eventually we make our way up to Machu Picchu. We have a day exploring um, the ancient village there, which is going to be super exciting. And yeah, the itinerary that we've created is phenomenal. It's absolutely hey, phenomenal. And any apprehension for you, like, so if I flip that question back to you, like, yeah. Location or otherwise, any apprehension or fear or stuff that gets riled? Yeah, a question that came up 
on the last two adventures, people said, uh, well, have you been there before? How are you going to show us around there? And I was like, no, that's part of the fun. Like, you know, for me, the definition of adventure is not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. And leadership, I would say. And leadership and being an entrepreneur. So if I was to go to this place and figure it all out and do the itinerary and do it, you know, the whole thing, do a trial run through and knew it was all perfect. That's cool. That's one way to do it, but that would not be an adventure for me. And so I like the idea that we're all in this together. But to your question, a little bit of apprehension. Oh, never been to Peru, never done Machu Picchu before. Bring a whole group of people. Oh, this, you know, that'll be interesting. That's going to be a Uh challenge. So yeah, that's the extent of my apprehension. Mm. There's a second part of this. So one is just, uh, you know, my promise to you is trip of a lifetime, stories you'll tell for the rest of your life. Uh, So that's the promise to anyone that joins us and for you as well, Adam. Second thing is... It's about connection and community. So in Greece and in Norway, one of the ways that we can create the setup, the framework, the container for the week is we have everybody check in their phones, check in their laptops. Uh, There's no alcohol, drugs during the week and uh, no Netflix, nothing like that. So we remove a lot of the distractions and, you know, I'd go so far as to say a lot of the numbing devices that we use in our daily lives. So that's a big part of it. And what happens is now you're surrounded by a whole bunch of really cool people and you have no way to avoid them. No distraction, no phone, which, you know, you and I are similar, Adam, we get bored easily. First thing we can do is just grab the phone and just check out that way. It's super simple. So one of the ways we could create this container is by removing a lot of those things. So we really get to see some old school connection, a bunch of people together hanging out, in a confined space and, you know, seeing what comes up from that. <laughs> this is a, a, like a funny metaphor, but I think you've not been drinking for over like a year and a half or something like that. And I, Oh, I'm back on it, but I did do a year off until... Okay, yeah. Then. Yeah. So, you, But you've probably had this experience then where you'll sit down with someone and you're like, oh my God, it's awkward or it's uncomfortable. I need that drink to arrive. And then the funny thing I noticed as I sat in that awkward experience was... The awkward experience just goes away anyhow. And it just tends to be timed with right around the, when the drinks do arrive. And then we kind of like give our power over to this totem, this mm-hmm. drink. So it's cool. Like I fully anticipated the awkward and uncomfortable at first. And then, you know, we get to sort of sink below that and, and create something different and beautiful from that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, spoiler alert, it's amazing. So from the last couple of trips, mm-hmm. uh, people really get what it used to be like. The, the closest thing I could relate it to is the sleepovers you used to have when you were a kid. Oh, I love those. Just like, oh, man, and you used to just hang out. And what did you do? You just came up with games, you went and played, you stayed up late. You know, it's that same kind of feeling of just being around people and hanging out and going, well, I'm bored. You know, we've kind of talked about everything we can talk about. Now what? You know, and there's some beauty that gets created in that that we've kind of lost in the last few years with phones and distractions. I love walking and hiking for that reason. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I think you probably do. I think a lot of your coaching is done over Zoom, but I just love getting out and walking mm. on the phone with my clients. And and there's something amazing about walking, even just how you're both shoulder to shoulder and you're both staring forward and just yeah. like being on a journey together. And so I'm very excited about that aspect of this, where there's like a, there's a bit of exercise, there's a bit of high altitude, um, all of that stuff. But then just to, to, I don't know, there's something amazing about walking forward with some other people. Yeah. Yeah. There's a type of conversation that is created out of that that doesn't come in any other way. Uh-huh. I love that. 
Uh, so the third element is, uh, you know, what we've both dedicated our lives to, which is coaching, high-performance coaching, getting the best out of people. What are you most excited about in that arena on this trip? Um, friction and breakdowns. <laughs> meaning? Unexpected uh, answer. Uh, meaning, meaning like, well, it's also the part I'm always afraid of. Anytime someone and I, I, I literally just got hired by someone I mean, the money came through today. That's where the fear, then I'm like, oh crap, because now we're going to get to be with each other's humanity, including my own, because with enough time that will show up no matter how shiny and pure I try to make myself. And whilst that's frightening for me, because I have a lot of judgment about my own humanity, it's also like once you reach that point, then the magic happens. And so I'm really excited for people to show up and be human in a container that allows like a lot of, there's not, to your point, there's not beer, there's not phones, there's not Netflix to pull away and like, oh, that person's driving me nuts. But if I just watch some reruns of The Office, I'll be fine. So that I'm really excited about that is for us to get to be human with each other. And then, I mean, this is the part where you and I get to lead a little bit more, but to really, uh, we got to address Joe's question there, but like to really transmute what most people spend all of their lives avoiding into the real gold. That's friggin' awesome. When you've mentioned this before, where one of the intentions that's coming on this trip is that you want to take time out of your life, right? One of the ways we can do that is by literally going to a different location that can help us quickly get to a place where we feel like we're taking a break from our relationships from being a parent, from having to be a boss or a manager or an entrepreneur and assess. And so that's another part of it, right? When you come out of your life and then on top of that, we take away all of the things that you usually have to numb yourself out, all the stuff you've been avoiding is probably going to bubble up. Uh And one thing I think that you and I are both really good at is holding that, Mm -hmm. holding that friction, letting that bubble up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you say this shot. time, I've said it to multiple times, so you announce what's going on here. Uh, Joe, we are about to fill you in. Are you ready? We are going to Machu Picchu. We're going deep into Peru and high in Peru. So it's, this trip is deep and high. Metaphorical mm-hmm. and literal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> exciting. There is an altitude portion to it, just to touch on that briefly. I think the highest we get to is like 14,000 feet or something like that, uh, which is nauseating quite literally do you know how high haleakala is in hawaii that's the only sort of other reference point oh, i have to being high no. i've done kilimanjaro that was 19.3 and uh was fairly challenging so uh-huh. that, that brings it like hypoxia brings a lot of crazy things to the surface as well so uh, really <laughs> really throwing all the ingredients that's right get humans together take away their oxygen see what happens yeah absolutely so, so far, we've gone, this is going to be really tough. You're going to have no oxygen. All the fun things you have are going to be taken away. There's going to be a lot of friction. You're going to break down. And, uh, you know, here's the payment link. But uh, what is the possibility on the other side of a trip like this? I can well, you've got to share yours first. Like, yeah, I'll yeah, share sure. that. But, like, what, what are you excited about? Or Yeah. Well, uh, you know, if I go back, if I look at our last uh, adventures together, Joe was on the adventure in Norway. So maybe Joe, if you feel comfortable, you could share what you took away, you know, in a couple of sentences, what you got out of the Norway trip, because I think you got a lot out of it. But what, once we do all the stuff we just talked about, then we can start dealing with some of the things that come up. And on the other side of that is all sorts of possibilities. So changes in your relationships, 
you know, really making big decisions about where your life and business is going to go. So uh, one of the women in Norway had been putting off moving from New York City to a small town called Charleston, which is a really beautiful city in Carolina, and always had the reasons why she couldn't do it, right? But going away and just having that time to kind of decompress, process it, have two coaches to just talk through things allowed her to do it. So she moved to uh, Charleston like two months after we got back from Norway, which was like, man, that is so cool. A relationship came out of the sailing trip in Greece. Two of the people ended up dating that had never met before. <laughs> so, you know, I can't make that a guarantee, but who knows? Anything's possible. <laughs> possibility. It's a possible possibility. Yeah. So the first one I like, one of the things I love about coaching in general is it's like a pretty intense, deep hour. A lot of people find this and, and a lot of people find it's pretty common after a certain amount of time for a client to come back to me and be like, hey, can we maybe do it half as often? And of course, the answer to that question is no. There's even a reason that you're asking that question. Let's look at the what's underneath that. But like, it is amazing what becomes possible when we take the floor out from under us and just allow us to continue deepening. There's no like artificial end you know, there's no like, oh, great, we're at the top of the hour. So I know I'm going to, there's none of that. And on the one hand, that's maybe terrifying. I, I don't think it has to be terrifying. It can be like joyous because it's not like, oh, I've had so much fun and the hour's up. And it's also not like when there's uh, nowhere to hide makes it sound like you're going to want to hide. But it's more like there's just this, the, the opportunity is so deep. Like it just goes so much further and so much longer. And Everywhere we go, there we are. And so the possibility to just see the thing that gets in our way and take it on. I mean, man, everything's possible from that. Literally anything, whatever it is that you, I, whoever is interested or listening or watching this thinking like, man, that maybe that's for me. Whatever that thing is that perpetually gets in your way, like it just, it just can't survive a process like this. I don't think. Mm, yeah. So any possibility, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean, like I can name certain like things, right? Like for some people, it might even just be. In fact, I think for a lot of people, the possibility. We're like, oh, I'm going to go on this super cool trip that I've been scared to take on myself, or I haven't had the people to go with. So one, there's just the possibility of like meeting some people that are up to the same kind of level of consciousness and excitement and fun that you are, and then playing with them on this incredible trip. And then like, what if as a bonus, you got the career that you loved or you created the forever relationship that you really wanted, or you, you got over what, whatever was in the way of that friendship that you're really missing. Like that's just net bonus. Yeah. That's good too. Like, you know, I think you can't look past just the pure fact of having the adventure of a lifetime. You know, that, mm -hmm. that's, that's a huge possibility that comes out of it is just going and doing something incredible that you never thought you would do, having stories to tell and you know, being the type of person and being around the type of people that say yes to this kind of adventure says something about you. We'll also have a call with everybody prior and we spend a lot of time really getting into what your intention would be through the trip. So everyone's intention is going to be have a good time and, and go on an adventure. But then we're going to dig a little bit deeper and, and that's the beauty of being led by coaches is we can really set some powerful intentions um, for you guys outside of just having a really fun adventure. I want to go back if I can and just speak to sure. a moment of possibility, like kind of like we were just talking about, like this adventure of a lifetime. You and I were in London, England with a group. Humble brag. 
humble brag, yeah, just hanging out in London, England. But it was sort of like outside of any of the work we were doing where you, myself, I think you were with us, Toku, Jeff, like a bunch of people, we were all sitting around a table at a pub and like just having an amazing time together. And that's a memory that'll be there for the rest of my life. Like I go back there often where I'm just like, oh, wasn't that cool? And it was like bottled lightning. You know, I couldn't have invited all of you guys to come with me to London, England to do that. It just wouldn't have come together. So it, it really like that's another possibility for me is this this moment in time that just you can't force like it's the stew that gets created and it will be an amazing, delicious stew. I'm starting to mix my metaphors, but there's a possibility there that I don't know any other way for it to happen other than to take on this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's brilliant. There's a, there was a moment on the starting trip in Greece where everybody was kind of looking around and just going, wow, like this is life. This is living. We're uh-huh. out in the ocean in a beautiful location. Everybody's super connected. We're using the wind to transport ourselves <laughs> from A to B. It feels like very uh, in touch with you know nature and stuff like that. And so yeah. I kind of encourage everybody. There's a really beautiful thing on a yacht where you can go and stand right up on the yacht hold on to the jib that's the the big sail that's wrapped up at the front of the yacht and just kind of look down at the ocean and just be with the elements and the wind and the ocean. And I kind of encourage everybody to do that during the trip and just kind of anchor that feeling, anchor that feeling of connection, connectedness to nature, feeling of not having all these expectations of who I have to be and what I have to do and am I doing enough. Just try and anchor that feeling and use it as a place to come back to. Mm-hmm. And I love that you um, kind of touched on that. Uh, so I'll read through what Joe has. Uh, thank you, Joe, for taking the time to do that. I really appreciate um, you putting that yeah. out there for us. The biggest takeaway for me from Norway was me creating uh, such a powerful container even before we arrived, setting the scene and then continuing to call us out and reconnecting with that deep space throughout the retreat. Stepping away from tech was powerful and forced to go deep in how we engage with each other. All bars came down when we couldn't escape into the safety and numbing of a phone screen. Deep conversation, laughter, tears, and silliness around the dinner table. Connection around food is always a big one for Joe. Anyway, uh, so much more, but that's what first came to mind. What do you see in that, Adam? Uh, I see the possibility of people re-membering themselves. So really, Mm. it's almost impossible to really get who we are. Uh, the rest of the world gets who we are like much better than we could possibly hope that they do. I think you know this firsthand because you were doing an exercise quite recently around this, but we just can't get that about ourselves. And I really hear in what Joe's sharing, like the ability to just really like, oh, wow, this is this like to really not just get it intellectually, but to experience that of yourself. And that's that's I don't think there's anything more powerful than that. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, there'll be plenty of time too. There's this time uh, before the hike and after the hike that we'll have time with everybody together. So we're not going to be hiking the whole time. So there'll be plenty of time to go a little bit deeper as a group and also talk about how we can take these insights. And once you remember who you are, how you can then take that back into your life. We'll have follow-up calls following because Adam and I are both believers in integration and that we can get mm-hmm. a ton of insights from trips like this or experiences like this. But without integration and coaching, they may become toxic. So um, yeah, yeah, we'll be focused on integration after the trip, which I know a lot of people ask about that as well. Have you described what you mean by that toxicity? Uh, This is your specialty, so you you, you speak to it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Joe. Um, What we mean by that is often 
it's pretty common. We go away somewhere and we have this amazing insight and we're like, oh my God, everything's going to be different. And then we come home and we're like, oh, the laundry's there and it's not folded. I forgot. I guess everything will be the same. We don't consciously choose how it goes. And the toxicity insight without any integration, what makes it toxic is then we have this, we hold that like, oh, that thing, but not yet. Oh, that thing, but not yet. And so it just becomes a new stick that our ego is like, hey, great, no problem. I'll smash you in the back with that. So we're really committed to the insights, whatever it is you create on this journey, being something beyond interesting or beyond being inspiring and that they actually support you in creating yourself anew and transforming who you are in the world, not into someone different, but into more of who you already are. Very well said. Uh, just like to speak to this point. Have you ever used hypoxia in your coaching as a tool? When I've led men's work, oh, I yeah. would say like, are you familiar with Wim Hof? Yeah. Breathing? I was making a funny, but you actually have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose so. Uh, that's the only place I can think yeah, of. Like holotropic breathing and that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, you have to a thing. <laughs> I'm a big fan of oxygen. Yeah, same. Let's deprive it and see what happens. <laughs> uh, cool. Thank you, Adam. This has been really fun. So just to reiterate, this is uh, my great friend and mentor, Adam Quiney. He's co-leading uh, our next retreat, which is from July 29th to August 4th this year. We're now enrolling for that trip. There'll be six places available for, uh, for people to come on that trip. And we're going to Machu Picchu in Peru. We'll be climbing up the mountain and there'll be plenty of time for community and connection and coaching around that as well. Finally, Adam, who's this for? Who do you see as this would be? And it's easy to say anyone, but if mm -hmm. we can get a little bit specific, who would you love to have on a trip like this? Um, it's easier to go to who it's not for, but oh. I would love to see people that are, I really want to see people for which this is like myself. So outside of the realm of predictable, you're already reliable to generate a lot in your life. And on some level, you consciously or unconsciously know that there's some stuff that you can't or, or that you're just not predictably going to take on. And I think I really want to speak to those people because that's, there's a lot of me in that where, and I think something magic is going to happen and the magic will come not from what you're reliable for already, but from the stuff that's a little bit outside of what's predictable and reliable for you. Brilliant. To add to that, for me, uh, it goes along with the people I like to work with are the ones that are already taking on big things in the world. So whether that's generally for me, it's entrepreneurs, so around a business or a big movement. And oftentimes they go into that to find more freedom and more money and generally find that they have less of both of those things. So uh, those that are taking on big things, but have kind of found that in some way it's not working or is overwhelming. Let's take this opportunity to go away for a week and just take the pressure off and just have a little bit of a look what might be going on. Yeah. Cool. So uh, here's my request. If any of this speaks to you, uh, if this is exciting to you, if you see something for yourself uh, in here, you'll probably resonate with one of us more than the other. Reach out to that person here on Facebook. Drop either Adam or myself a message. Say you saw the video, you're kind of interested. Adam, you and I are both similar. We love to serve people, so there's no love hard it. sell here. We'd love to just be in conversation around what came up from this video, what you might see, and if it's a fit uh, down the track whether you might be able to come and join us on this trip. There's there's a gift available either way, right? Like just even just being in the conversation where we look at what might be possible and then you get clear on like, I'm a no to that. Awesome. But like that's everyone, I hold it, everyone wins regardless of how the conversation turns out. So yeah, reach out to us. Yeah, we would both love that. Cool. Anything else you'd like to share before we close out? 
Uh, it's going to be awesome. Don't sleep on it. Don't miss out and be like us for which this isn't predictable either. So just play in the realm of what isn't predictable. Yeah, absolutely. And the spaces do fill very quickly. So yeah, I like what Adam said. If you're a yes, uh, claim that. And we're going to do another one of these in about a month, or actually each month leading up to the trip, yeah. just so you can see what our process is. Maybe talk about you know what we've been going through as we prepare for the trip and, uh, and share a little bit of that. Cool. Thank you again. I love you, my brother. It's uh, such an honor for me to have this be a yes for you and to create this with you. And uh, I know this will be something we'll talk about for our whole lives. So that excites totally. me. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Be a part of that. Like I, there is one more part. I, like be a part, create a shared memory mm. that I'm really excited about. Because I just know, you know, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, oh man, that time in Machu Picchu when Nathan was out of breath and puking and I was in the peak physical condition of my life and <laughs> smoking <laughs> cigarettes at 40,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Love you All too, guys. Man. Thank you. Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you um, came to watch, thank you to everyone that commented. Uh, Joe, Jackie, uh, Karen, Michelle, Mark, uh, Holly, Emily, great. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this and kind of sharing in the excitement for what this is for Adam and I. Thank you, guys. We'll uh, talk to you all soon. See you, guys. Bye. That was The Nathan Seward Show, inspiring you to live an extraordinary life.